April Rose Speaking Podcast. What is this? This podcast is specifically about womanhood for any woman, black women, white women, all women. But understand that it's always about empowerment. All right, Roses. It's another episode of April Rose Speaking. And uh, this week I have a special guest for you. I, I've been doing my podcast um, solo the last couple of uh, podcasts that I've actually published out there. And um, I really like for my podcast to be more interactive because everyone understands what goes on in their own head and their own experiences in life. Um, but I always think that, hey, you know, interacting with other people, I myself get another perspective about life. And of course, this season is about motherhood. My first episode was um, just kind of explaining why I came upon the episode or this season to be about motherhood. The second episode was about pregnancy and my experience and to give ladies tips who are thinking about getting pregnant or going through pregnancy, some of the things that I went through. And this episode, episode three, is a very special episode that I'm sharing with one of my good friends. Um, We just met each other in the past year. I've become really close to her. She's a Southern Belle. Um, Of course, I'm from Indiana, the Northern State. Um, Her name is Tidra Washington. And the reason we know each other... is uh pretty interesting we both are at this point dating brothers and so that's how we were introduced uh we went on a date me and my boyfriend and i met tidra and zach which is her boyfriend and we all double dated and i instantly clicked with this woman and the reason i wanted to bring her into the podcast is because she's a strong woman um she's steadfast in her thinking Um, She's a mom, she's a professional, and I think that she has different perspectives in life because we grew up in different parts of the country. So um, yeah, I want to introduce Tidra Washington. Welcome, Tidra. Thank you. That was amazing. Aww, (laughs) everybody tends to say that because I guess it gives them a little bit of window of what I think in my head about them, and I think wonderful things about you, so... I appreciate it. Vice versa. So, yeah. So, I want to just give you a chance and an opportunity before we just jump right into the podcast for you to tell the audience about yourself, you know, what you do, and maybe how many kids you have. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off with my kids. You know, my pride and joy, Zachary, he's one, Jazara, she's seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm a mother first. You know, I do work full time Monday. Friday, but my goal and my dream is to eventually have my own business, which is what I dream for. I strive for every day. Like as I'm writing, as I'm thinking, as I'm listening to music, the number one come number one thing that comes through my mind is my business, you know, just so I can have a, a stable and like leave a legacy behind for my kids. So like about me, I'm just a hustler. you are you are and I think that's why I gravitate towards you because um not only is your personality different you grew up in Texas right right um so I'm instantly attracted to you just based on who you are you're a beautiful person inside and out and your personality and I always have so much fun um (laughs) but you are a hustler like you you 
take care of your kids. You talk about this business. You're so passionate about it. You know, of course, I'm an entrepreneur, so that's why we bond as well, because we talk about the business and what we can do and how can we help each other out. And, right. and that's the whole purpose of this podcast, because I wanted to bring to the forefront motherhood, but not only motherhood, but friendships. And how right. does friendships affect motherhood in a good and bad way so I thought that you were like the perfect person to talk to um, during this uh, podcast but I I don't know if you was expecting this but this this is something that I I observed and I kind of want your opinion on it and maybe what your view is but you know I looked at I look at you and I look at Zach and you're raising baby Zach and I really feel that you're very fortunate to have Zach in your life um, because from what I noticed from the outside looking in, Zach is a very, very, very hands-on father. Like, yeah. and, and as I looked at that, I just wanted to ask you, how does that affect you as a mom and during motherhood? How does that affect you to have not only a boyfriend, but um, the father of your child to be so hands-on with your kids? Oh, my gosh. Like, that's a relief. You know, Mm -hmm. that reduced a lot of anxiety, a lot of things that goes through my mind. Like, you know, having that support system, like knowing that if I'm in a state of mind, you know, or I'm in a place where I may need that extra help or that extra push for my kids, I know exactly who's going to be there, which is Zachary. Like, since day one, he has always been there. You know, Mm -hmm. in spite of what we may have going on or whatever we may bump heads here and there whatever which is normal but when it mm-hmm. comes to our kids mm-hmm. he's hands on like I don't have to tell him oh Zach go Zachary go feed up make him a bottle or change his diaper like I don't have to do that mm-hmm. I'm, he's there he's gonna do that and I love him for that and I you know and I feel like he I know for a fact he got that from his mom oh like, yeah family, that's how they're ready exactly and so on me you know I'm going through the divorce and that was something that I took my time to really think about doing because I did not want to pull my children away from their father and I and in other cultures if 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 people don't know this or not but let's say um in the European culture or you know white people whatever you know we always say white privilege but there's a privilege culturally to have a mom and a dad under the same roof so not only are they culturally in their culture financially um, they have privilege their skin color they have privilege but a lot of families have privilege to have a mom and a father in the home so uh yeah your kids are literally growing up privilege to see mom and dad kind of working together if it's you know cooking dinner or bath time or just whatever how how you and him interact with each other it's a privilege to have that so and with with you saying his mom I love her you know I love mom I love her um it's the same way and so I luckily and I usually don't say love but I'm fortunate enough to have met Sam which you call Gabe the family call him Gabe I call him Sam because it does come from their mother. They're very um, like hands-on with the kids and they kind of know how kids should be raised and what should be done in front of them. So that was just something that I picked up in you and his relationship that's really important. But to bring back um, the conversation to us and, and, the, and the reason behind this podcast, I just wanted to ask you, because I know you're friends with me and I know some of your other friends, because you have friends out here in New Orleans. And then I hear when you go back to Texas um, that you have friends but how has friendships help or hurt you 
in parenting? Like, if you think about that question, um, I'm a goal of mine this year is to be a better friend because I'm very family oriented and to take care of my kids first and to take care of my self care and check on my mom and my family. But now this year, I'm really, really like trying to focus on my friends and make sure they're good and be a better friend. I like to have good friends. But what way to have to be a good friend or to be a better friend is to reach out to the friends that you have. So how has friendships helped you in parenting and how have friendships during motherhood hurt you in parenting? Wow. That's, that's something that I really think about every day. I lost a lot of friends, you know, because I don't go out and party every day. You know, as soon as I get off of work, I go straight home to my kids. Is that something you used to do? It's not something that I used to do, but it's, you know, like on occasions, yeah, you know, but it's like, I mean, not like all the time or whatever, but I have, you know. When but I that's something that I want to bring up, the transition into motherhood. A lot of people who may not have kids, you know what I'm saying? They they probably party the single life and it's just things right. that's not talked about like hey you don't have to buck up when you have kids and this is what the lifestyle is so and that's why I'm specifically asking you that as the transition from single okay. Tidra single Tidra to mommy Tidra oh yeah it is a huge difference you know like in I come across a friend like for instance one of my good friends or whatever Every time I get off of work, she called me, meet me at the bar. Let's go have a drink. No, ma'am, I got to get to my kids. You know, I got to make sure my kids did the homework. I make sure, you know, make sure that they ate. Like, that's my number one priority. And I lost a lot of friends because of that. You know, and, you know, like, I don't have nothing against, you know, a woman who want to go out and, you know, after work, maybe a hard day, they may want to have a drink or they may want to just go somewhere easy in mind. That's absolutely fine. That's what you do. But I I lost a lot of friends because that's not me anymore. My number one priority is head to the house, make sure my kids is straight, make sure everyone is good, you know. And, like, when it comes to, like, the benefits, I have gained so much knowledge from women who constantly focus on their kids. Like, I have a co-worker named Cena. And oh my gosh, like every time I come to work, and Zena and also um, Stacy, you know, it's yeah, yeah Stacy and Zena. So every time I come to work, you know, they're older, they're a lot older than me, a lot wiser. And their number one priority is their children. They have helped me with so many things, like with my daughter being struggling with her school, you know, work or, you know, being. Um, like facing like retention and all that kind of stuff and I'm I'm not used to that. I'm not used to you know like her going to school and taking these big old tests and all that stuff so I gained a whole lot of friends you know that basically uplift me and you know that helped me a lot that really helped me with parenting because they taught me what they dealt with when their kids was young you know right now their kids are a little older so I lost friends and I have also gained new people. And right. New people help me. Right. And, and you know, you always, I don't know if you heard this before, but they always say, look at the top five people that surround you. And, and I could tell you who you are, you know? So, it, right. you know, if you, and a lot of people tend to hold on to friendships because I, I, you know, I, I knew Jessica since second grade, you know, I've, I've right. known her since middle school, high school. And we grew up, you know, and I feel bad because I'm moving on with my life and she's still stuck in this certain place. And I honestly don't have that issue because I know that friends at times, you have friends for a reason or you may have friends for a season. 
it's a reason right. you're friends with them at that point but if I don't see myself growing or if I see your name pop up and my and I have an internal reaction like uh you know mm-hmm. I know that that's something I need to think about myself is this really helping or hurt in my my life so I'm glad that you brought that up um you know and that you're taking examples out there and you're saying older women that that's what I'm hearing from this conversation that you're looking at the examples that they they laid or the foundation they started for their kids and that's something that you're aiming for right that's what it sounds like right right well I guess another question that I want to ask you is okay we're moms me and you talk we get on the phone you know we say oh we got this and you say oh you know Coco that's her daughter's nickname you know she's going through this at school and I'm saying oh Andrew's going through this at school you know so we have that back and forth but what advice do you have for women who are in the midst of motherhood or about to become a mom and they totally just don't even know what they're about to jump into like what's the top three things maybe you can tell um mothers now that are right in the thick of it or uh, a brand new mom that might be pregnant a mom to be what what top three things would you advise them i would say when that baby come or when your time come you're gonna know deep in your heart you know the right thing oh i love that like you're gonna feel that like there's no manual there's no book of, you know on parenting there is not available you know and I love that. You're going to learn by your kids. You're going to learn by their emotions and how they react. And, you know, as long as you can take that and receive that and then, okay, my child reacts to this in this positive way or negative way, then you're going to know how to grow with your child. Like your first child, like I always say, your first child is your test for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your test. And you'll, you'll know, like I learned a lot from Josara and I thank her for that because, like, I'm, I'm a better parent to my son because of her. So it's, it's there's no, there's no question. You can't look at the next person and don't judge. I mean, not, not, not judge. That wasn't the term, but don't look at the next person and feel like, oh, they're a better parent than who you are or what you're be- becoming because of how they operate. Your time is here and it's all about experiencing growth. I like that because if I could put my input in, you're you basically saying that, you know, your daughter, she was the test and she kind of brought things out of you. With me, honestly, I'm going to be quite honest. My first child was not my test. Um, I was the oldest child. I kind of, you know, kids would come to me with questions, my brother, my sister. And I kind of have that personality where I instruct and you could say I'm bossy. I mean, I don't really like that term because it tend to be negative, but I just grew up in right. that because I was my mom's right hand. But yeah. I'm going to tell you where my test came in was my second child because I was away from my family. My first child, I was around my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, no babies in the family. That girl spoiled to this day. Like yeah. I got all of the help. They were so happy. Then the second baby came along. I moved away to Chicago had my second baby going through a breakup with their dad and oh my gosh that was the test I'm braiding Shania's Mm -hmm. hair washing condition doing my Saturday routine and then oh gosh over here this baby's crying what am I supposed to do her hair's not done but she's crying that was my (laughs) test how can I how can I multitask how can I do this and you just grow you just go every single day you know you feel like a failure you may want to cry but you go back to sleep you get your rest and you wake up and you start all over again and figure out how to do it better so I'm glad that you brought that up that your kids are your test and they help you grow so the first one you said the first thing you said is moms are just going to know what to do they should in their heart they may be nervous but when you look at your baby you kind of know what to do 
And number two, um, you said your children could be a test to teach you how to do things. And what's your third one? The last thing you would probably advise a new mom or a mom that might be struggling like they can't do it. Like number three, what's your number three? Like don't hesitate to reach out for help. Oh, I love it. You know. You're so smart. That's why we're friends. I love that. (laughs) That's something that I didn't do. I was always, you know, like with Jazara, I didn't do that. I was all like, you know, now I am that, you know, now that she's older. But like when she was younger, I didn't reach out because I, I didn't want anyone to say, oh, girl, you're supposed to do that or you're supposed to do that, you know, or you're you're a bad parent or whatever the case is, you know, which I knew in my heart. I know for a fact I'm a wonderful parent. But like I did, you know, step back from asking older people or anyone in general, like, how do I do this or how do I do that? How, what would you recommend, you know, in situations like that? I wish I would have done it. Right. And that's been a whole lot different. And that's what me saying, I think you listened to that podcast where I said motherhood could be very isolating because yes. you're in your brain a yes. lot. You don't know what to ask. You don't know, should I ask? Right. It might be inappropriate to ask. This is my child, but I really don't know what to do. It could be very, very isolating. So you, that's right. good. Reach out for help. And some people, I'm going to be quite honest, going to say no. Right, right. But you know what? There's people that are willing. And that's one thing why I like being friends with you, why I'm, I like that I'm in a relationship with Sam, that that I met mom, um, which is Sam and Zach's mom, uh, because I feel like I fell into a brand new family. Like I left my family thousands of miles away and you guys are like this so helpful to me. We Just like you. me and you were leaving that time at the, the, the last time you were here and Zach said, why are you asking asking me can you lead the kids i'm like can you uh be a teacher instead of he was like laughing like i know she's not asking can she lead the kids but that's how helpful you guys are as a family and you don't understand how comfortable like that got me in trouble you but always it's... got me in trouble coming in. He's like, you asking that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh-uh, don't say no more. I said, okay. But that's how comfortable you guys make me feel. So, you know, I love you for that. I love Zach for that. I love mom. I love Sam. Like, the whole family just kind of, like, accepted me with open arms. And especially me as a woman with children. I'm not right. a single woman. I'm a woman with children, you know? And that's the type of relationships any woman with children should look for, you know, that make you feel right. comfortable about having your kids. So, I think that's all of my questions I want to ask. So before we get off the podcast, I'm just going to have to let you put your demo down and let the world know what type of business you're thinking about doing. Like a lot of people want to hold that into themselves, but just a little concept of what you're thinking about is so awesome. Like I want to be on board with it. Like I really love it. So just kind of let the world know for once you blow up, like what are you doing? Well, you know, it's not what I'm thinking about doing. It's, it's what's going to happen. Oh, you know, I like it. Speaking into existence. And that's, you know, Mark 11, 24. Like, that's how, that's what I walk by every day is faith, you know. But um, what's in the process is custom-made vanity mirrors. Of course, we know right now the the beauty industry is where it's at. It's booming. You know, whether it's nails, uh, fashion, makeup, you know, hair, whatever it is, the beauty industry is where it's at. And it took me a while to really figure out what I wanted to do. And the mirrors, every time I walk by a mirror, I be like, damn, I'm fine. And I want to embrace this. And I want everybody to have a vanity mirror. like these And it's so simple, like- but it's something that we use every day. Every, every day. You people day. don't even think about that. 
Right. But the thing is, we use it every day. And that's another thing. It's not about exactly because everybody got it. So it's basically how it's done. So it's going to be the twist that I'm going to um, throw and add on these mirrors to make you love it. It's going to be personalized. <laughs> it's going to be customized for who you are. This mirror is going to be your personality. So when anybody walk into your shop, they're going to see you in this mirror. This is right. going to be you. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice. So, so I'm coming soon. Yeah, so I want all my roses just to remember this podcast because she's definitely going to blow up. She has the heart for it. She has the tenacity for it. Um, and I'm definitely going to promote it. I'm definitely going to be the first customer and show you guys on Instagram. <laughs> you got to be more than a customer. I need you. <laughs> I know, I know. We'll talk about that more after the podcast. I know. <laughs> and of course, people know I have my consulting business and I help with startups. So um, you're all just going to be like another client, but we'll we'll be closer than that. But it's pretty much the end of our podcast. But I definitely want to tell you, Tidra, when I met you, I, I thought you was a very attractive woman. You're beautiful. You're lovely. You're smart. But as I get to know you and as I grow closer to you, you're so much more beautiful than just what's on the outside. And I just want to let you know that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate, you know, you joining me in today. Um, allow me able to speak to the roses. And, yes. you know, I'm always open to discuss anything. Now, this is my first time, so I was a little bit nervous, but I took you, notes next You time did fine, better. honey. You did <laughs> fine. You and I appreciate you. All Bye, right. Rosie. Well, you'll definitely be back. And to my roses, just don't forget to add me on Facebook, Instagram, April Rose Speaking Podcast. You can always Google me um, and Google my podcast to listen to this episode, any other episode. Make sure you tag. Um, tag my page. Tell people how you like my episodes. And if there's anything that you want to hear in the future, this season is specifically about motherhood. So I am specifically speaking to mothers that are coming into motherhood who are going through motherhood who have been a mother and also those fathers out there because I know just like Tidra has Zach who's very into the children even the guys are my roses too so thank you for listening to this podcast and I will talk to you next time roses have a good day bye Hi, Roses. Um, as I sit back and reflect on the interview that you just heard between myself and my newfound friend, Tidra Washington, um, there's just so many wonderful things about motherhood that I wish I can highlight throughout the whole season. There's so many things to touch on, but I just want my Roses to know that motherhood, parenting is such a positive and wonderful thing. And what makes it positive and wonderful are the children the kids um we get so wrapped up in the adult world and the the time of parenting and the bath time and the cooking and the you know taking care of the children financially that we tend to forget that these children are growing up to be humans themselves and they're watching everything that we do and we have to sustain them and and teach them um even on an emotional level of how to be good people and you know when I look at my kids I just try to if I'm feeling frustrated, I just try to sit in that moment with them and look them in their eye because they're human beings too. We we get engulfed in ourselves and our frustrations and anger or um, just the busyness of life and forget that there's these little, little eyes that are watching us and how we're reacting um, to the world around us. The world's beautiful and we need to learn to interact in this world in a beautiful manner for our children. 
Um, if it's just asking them about their day and who did they sit with at lunchtime and maybe who was the little kid that got in trouble today and hopefully it wasn't your kid or my kid. Um, taking pictures, you know, those memories that go by so fast and, and for some it's the holidays or whatever it is. Motherhood is something that's very special and it should be treasured and you are a very special person for choosing this life to um you know raise your children in we grow every single day and uh we get a chance to grow with our children so we don't want to forget them even though times can get hard or busy or just whatever just do not forget that emotional side that connection with your children so that was just a little thought i wanted to bring in um after this podcast roses and you know, all those mothers out there in the middle of motherhood, I see you. Just continue to enjoy life and make sure you're putting yourself first and your emotional and physical self because we want to raise strong children. And the first thing that we have to do in order to raise strong children, we have to be strong adults. So I'll talk to you later, Roses, and have a wonderful day. Bye.